Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. My mom pays for all of my food, the house that I live in, and she pays for the heat and she pays for the air conditioning. So she doesn't owe me anything. Welcome to Manic Rambling Spiral. I'm John R. Bray. And I'm Heather B. Armstrong. And today we are kind of taking an email question or suggestion and going to discuss budgeting for both, you know, our, ourselves, how we budget life as single parents and, you know, how we teach budgeting to our children. And if I had my shit together, I would have had this email already pulled up, <laughs> which I don't, but I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it right now. But let's see. I really should add this. Okay. Budgeting. To go. Spreadsheet. Accountants. Uh, the notes app on my phone and on my computer that sync. I use the notes app quite a bit. Use the notes app. Uh, I don't, I use Evernote Use Evernote, okay. because it, it works on my laptop and on my phone. Okay. Didn't they, I, I just like having it everywhere. So I don't have to have a, a single device. Well, yeah. So the notes app syncs in the, in the cloud. So you can carry, like you can make notes on your computer and then just open your phone and it's there. Oh, see, I didn't know that. I haven't, well, I guess I will say I, I haven't used the notes app in, in so long, like way back when it was just the notes yeah. app and there was nothing special about it. They've made some wonderful improvements. I should check I will out. send you. Is that a budgeting tool for um, you though? It's a place where, you know, like, uh, it's where I keep, I'm sure that there's a much better way to do this, but John and I are supposed to split certain expenses. And so... Like if when I take the kids to the doctor and I have a copay or to the dentist, like while I'm standing there, I will put the amount into the notes app so that I don't forget that this is a shared expense. And you put the total amount and then you just divide yeah. it yeah. later. Okay. I use a spreadsheet for that. When I add it all up, I use a spreadsheet. I transfer it to a spreadsheet. But but I just, when I'm out and about, just so that I don't forget by the time I get home, um, I put the total into the notes app. Um, I use notes for quite a bit just for writing down random thoughts and grocery lists because you can bullet point things and you can highlight things and it's amazing now <laughs> notes. <laughs> yeah, I should, I should definitely revisit it. I mean, I love Evernote, but it sounds like, but see, this is the hard thing though. Like notes was just very simple to begin with. So I, that's why I turned to Evernote and now I have so many notes in Evernote right. that to change even to a better app is just a daunting process this is a really timely topic just because um like i've been hardcore cutting back on a lot of my expenses and i it, i like we call it my burn rate <laughs> that's your burn that's, rate that's what my accountant refers to it as although i haven't sat down with him for for probably a year now um 
yeah, you look at your burn rate, your monthly burn rate and what you're bringing in a month and like, and to determine what needs to go, how much you can save, where, where goes, you know, all that sort of things. And I realize that my burn rate, um, especially with healthcare costs. And now that we have done the orthodontic consultation, I have to add in an extra uh, $200 a month. Yeah. Which is not insignificant. Obviously, anytime there's something new that comes into the picture, I guess for me that the most recent would be a car payment because I didn't have one before. Yeah. And to add that in, it's like you, you think, well, I'm going to take on a car payment and then you sit down and you have to add it in and you realize how much everything has to shift or yeah. And like just the way that you figure it. And I guess maybe especially with, with how I work in, in my business as a freelancer is it's not like a paycheck every week or every two weeks. So the, the income flow, the pattern of it is not as regular as a traditional job. Exactly. So then you have to think, you kind of have to think farther in advance, I think, to prepare. Exactly. Because one month you might make a lot more than the next month just based on how invoices fall. Yeah. And that's a huge pain in the ass. It's like, okay, my bank account is here at this moment, although I, I'm owed these two invoices. But it, in the meantime, while I'm waiting for those invoices to be paid, I have X amount that I have to pay out in bills. Yes. And, um, I have been strenuously like giving up on, you know, certain entertainment accounts. And I, I actually went to the AT&T store and um, at the beginning of the year and purposefully like gave up a whole bunch of stuff so that I could bring my, it's a business account and I needed to bring it down significantly. I mean, I did. <laughs> and it's still well, ridiculous. I, I, um, my, my cousin, who watched Marlowe for, uh, she was our babysitter for about three years. Um, I put her on my plan and it, it was costing me like maybe seven to $10 a month to keep her on. And her phone was paid for and I didn't mind keeping her on my plan. She texted me from her husband's phone and she's like, listen, is there, what can I do? Is there, is there something that I can do for you where I can get a new phone? My phone's not working anymore. Um, it's that old. And she's like, is there, is there some work that I can do for you to pay off me upgrading my phone? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Sure. We'll, we'll figure that out. And so I was in the middle of one of those days, like, like you're having today where like I had like seven calls and I had two appointments and I was driving somewhere to an appointment when she's texting me all this. So she went to the AT&T store to upgrade her phone and <laughs> It didn't quite pan she, out as smoothly as she it walked should have. away and they told her that the total cost was a hundred and fifty dollars. And I don't I have For I have phone. no clue where they came up with that number specifically because that number in no way resembles the fact that she bought an eight hundred dollar phone. <laughs> and that eight hundred dollar phone God. adds seventy five dollars a month to my business account because of Oh, it's like municipal fees and federal fees and oh, yeah. and it just increases those fees. So I get my bill and I am just like, oh my God, 
what has just happened? What just happened? So you basically cut it down and then it was added back. Oh my God, yeah. More For the next 30 months, it's an extra $75 yeah. a month. And the, With the new way that they do these phones, I feel like it just seems like such a sweet deal. Like you can get this great phone for nothing up front. And then it becomes this huge expense. Oh yeah. They tack on all this other stuff to like, like I was like, what is this municipal fee? And what is this like this? It's just like, Oh my God, it was insane the way they were explaining it to me. So I texted her and I said, um, it wasn't $150. It's, nine hundred dollars and it's an extra 75 dollars a month and she's just like oh i didn't know that <laughs> i was just like oh my god okay now i've got to rearrange uh, i go into the spreadsheet and readjust everything so yeah and every like every piece has to shift that's what's challenging mm-hmm. is it, it is literally every every single piece that has to move and for me what i found is easiest i mean i use a spreadsheet for all of the monthly major bills and expenses. You know, when they're when they're due, how they were paid, when they were paid, whatever. And what has been most beneficial for me, and I think there's only two two of my expenses maybe that I can't do this with, is they they're all paid automatically every month on the exact same credit card. Because then I don't have to juggle it around invoices. Oh, I see. I just know that every month they're going to be paid. I mean, it runs that risk where if the invoices are late or whatever, then, you know, there's interest, but typically that buys enough time to be able to pay it. So really I'm, I'm kind of paying for last month every time I pay the credit card. Gotcha. And then I get points. So it's kind of a win-win. What kind of, is it, is it an American Express? That is a, it's an American Express. Yeah. Which is what makes it challenging. I think if it was, if I was using a Visa or a Visa or MasterCard, I could probably do that with all of my bills. But there's still a lot of places that don't take Amex. So, you know, those two kind of get lost in the shuffle. But that's just been nice because then I don't have to think about it. You don't have to move money around. You don't have to focus on, you know, what's been paid and when. You just know that they're going to get paid on time. And then it buys you time to pay for them. Right. And then, you know, something goes wrong. And So do you have, do you have like a master list of like what you pay every, every out every month? I do. Yeah. And some of, some things are set every month, like a health insurance premium or a car payment. You know, it's the same every single month. Okay. Let's talk about and that for the a other second. Ones. Um, the health insurance premium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm scared shitless. Yeah, I am scared shitless about what is going to happen I, I i forgot what happened last year i think it either came in an email or it came in the mail where they were saying that the current plan that i was on was going to increase by 100 and 100 and like 25 percent holy shit yeah. i lost I, I i i yeah so i found the original broker that my accountant um, gave to me and my accountant gives me all my recommendations in my life, by the way, he is fabulous. He's given me painters. He's given me, um, (laughs) carpenters. Like, so he recommended an insurance broker and I called that person up. And so I got, I, it it increased by about 50%. 
Um, but it's it was a much lesser. It was as a, it it doesn't cover as much. So you're paying less for less. I'm paying less so for less. You're saving money, but not not really. I mean, right. Kind of. Yeah. Um, it's not. It, it's. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna jinx it because I'm not about to say this. But basically, the out of pocket was gonna be significant if anything major happened. On on the on the old on plan? this on the plan that I'm on. And oh, yeah, fortunately, okay. we've had a pretty good year in terms of illnesses and whatnot. I mean, we did get Marlo's tonsils taken out, and that was that was an expensive pr- procedure for sure. But I'm scared shitless about what how much it's going to increase for next year. Like, I don't well, know. I, I, don't I don't know, know if I'm going to be able to. This. I don't know if I'm going to be able to afford healthcare. That's what's scary. My 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 current insurance, the out of pocket, is astronomical because. I'm young, healthy, totally fine until I fucking black out at Starbucks. <laughs> and then suddenly the out of pocket being astronomically high really matters. Although fortunately, fortunately, I got a note, a letter from my from my insurance provider saying that the hospital I was taken to was out of network. However, because of the circumstances and where the closest in-network hospital was, they're going to cover it oh as in-network. Yeah. Which is, I mean, basically out-of-network means they don't pay for anything. Right. But in-network means they pay and it's still the ridiculously high out-of-pocket. So, it, yes, it's better, but it still sucks. But I don't know if you've heard, but Donald Trump has some great options. Some great options. Coming up. He yeah. Took away the, so it should be okay. Took away the subsidies for the insurance companies. Yeah. yeah. And I wasn't claiming any subsidies so i'm just worried that the almost 800 dollars a month that i pay out of pocket is gonna double or triple that's what i'm worried about and that's when i basically we basically just say fuck it and we don't have health insurance (gasps) i mean yeah because at that point it becomes absolutely insane Mm -hmm. especially when it's not amazing insurance like when you realize you're paying a lot and it's not great anyway. And that, but that's actually, I mean, this is beyond cost of living increases, but I think that's kind of a unique part of budgeting when you're self-employed because theoretically I realize this is not happening definitely, but you know, you get a raise every year that's supposed to help offset that, which is bullshit, but a raise nonetheless. But when you're self-employed, it's kind of on you to orchestrate that raise yeah. to your various clients and your various accounts. And that in itself is like a whole nother, whole nother ball game mm-hmm. that you have to have been thinking about three months ago, you know, and letting them know that this rate is going to go up in January and this is going to happen. And then that's a whole, a whole different piece of the budgeting system. And depending on how that goes, it can change the whole budget. Well, and depending on how that goes, yeah, like I'm like, I'm, I'm looking at my options. Costco has really good insurance. Starbucks has really good insurance. Um, <laughs> and, and, and I think in both instances, you only have to work part time for three months to, in order to get the insurance. Like I, 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 insurance right now for me is the scariest part of my life. Um, 
wondering if I'm going to be able to cover my, me and my children next year. Six months ago, I would have sort of understood where you were coming from, but not really. But now, <laughs> oh yeah. Like, I, I mean, a hundred percent. And all it took was that one, that one thing. That one thing. And now it's, for me, it's not even necessarily the premium. Well, it, though it will be when I start to look at new options, because I'm thinking after having had this happen, I probably want to look at it at a plan that's got a little less damage and out of pocket. But I also, I haven't got any bills yet <sighs> and I know they're coming. So I don't, I don't really know. And now it's just that waiting and fear period. And I, you know, they're going to arrive like December 20th <sighs> because that's how this shit happens all the time. <sighs> uh-huh. But I, I don't, I don't know. And that's, I mean, I know we already kind of talked about this, that that shouldn't, we shouldn't even have to talk about this. Like it should just be, it's there. The healthcare is there. We're good. It's fine. But unfortunately, and then because we do, it's like, what, how else does that affect absolutely everything else? You know? Yeah. Even when you just look at the, the bare minimums of, heating your house, having water, having phone service, those, if I go into my budget spreadsheet and think, okay, well, I'm going to cut back. I just end up staring at it for 20 minutes because I, there's not like a lot of extra stuff on there. I guess I could save $8 a month by not having Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But what's the, what are you going to cut out? I mean, I, I need a phone for work. I have to heat the house. You know, yeah, I really wish I didn't have a car payment, but that was kind of an inevitability at a certain point. You know, I'll, I'll, I will readily admit this. I, my grocery bill, well, one, my kids are really, really, really picky. So my grocery bill for them is kind of stupidly low. Um, because they just eat so few, so few things, so like such limited yeah, things, such limited okay. things, and they're pretty basic like i mean you can get honey nut cheerios for you know sometimes they're like they're always on sale somewhere um and and right. pasta noodles and uh milk uh juice, juice like just the basics bread yeah. um yeah. i will splurge on the, the nutella <laughs> um yeah i do the same sometimes but um for the sandwiches yeah. um yeah there so feeding them is not uh like a, a scary thing because it's and you know a five dollar pizza it's little caesars will last us the week <laughs> right, right. um and then when i was eating vegan my god my grocery bill it was insane um i i feel like anytime you're on any kind of a i don't know special or non-traditional diet yeah it's astronomical it was it was whether crazy. it's vegan or paleo or whatever well and it was also because um i was especially when during the marathon training when i was i was so hungry all the time i couldn't fucking get enough food so i would get, i would just go through bags and bags and bags of fucking kale and arugula <laughs> yeah, yep. sounds so stupid but like and it's also it's not even super expensive necessarily but you eat a lot I, of it. i eat so much of it i mean i was at trader yeah. joe's every other day just grabbing bags of tomatoes and arugula and peppers and um 
And I look back at that time, I'm like, holy shit, I spent so much money on food. And now that my diet is so much less restricted, it's, and I'm not as hungry. I'm not nearly as hungry as I used to be. And so it's just like, I, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm grateful, <laughs> but the fact that my kids' palates are so picky, it has, that's one thing that, um, like, that's, that's not a worry for me. Healthcare is a huge worry. The the grocery right. bill is thankfully very low. Well, and I think kid, I mean at least with Lexton, he can he can have the same thing three days in a week or four days in a week, depending on what it is. So that also makes it easy to either make extra or repeat a meal or something. Yeah. But no, yeah, I mean groceries compared to healthcare, it's no contest. Yeah, like at all. And I stopped. Um. I stopped buying coffee. We talked about in the Patreon episode, we talked about the, the cost of a cup of coffee. I started yes. adding up what I was spending and I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I have a fabulous, fabulous. Have I ever told you about my coffee maker? Yeah. I think we talked yeah. about it. Um, I don't know why I was like, I, I enjoyed, you know, going to Starbucks or to a, this place called Java Joe's here in Salt Lake. Like I enjoyed the act of purchasing a cup of coffee and having it in my hand in the car. There's something satisfying about that. But then I started adding up and it was like, bullshit. This is stupid. Oh my God. No. Heather. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. For one, it's the time it mm-hmm. takes. And the call. Co- I mean, I'm the same way. I liked the action of going in. Some days, honestly, it was just... I get to interact with another human being for like a whole minute <laughs> face to face. And it's awesome. And all I get is coffee. It's not like it's an expensive, it's not like a $7 latte, whatever. But if you do that, if it's a, you know, two or $3 coffee, five days a week, and it takes 15 minutes out of your day every time it, it adds up when you can just buy a pound of coffee and make it at home. Yeah. So yeah, things like that. And I think like eating out, going out to eat lunch or dinner you know, those things can be cut back. Mental health is not covered at all on my insurance. At all. Zero. On the old plan or the new on plan? On the old plan or the new plan. Zero. Holy zero shit. coverage from, for mental health. My therapist was $150 an hour. $150 an hour. And this was weekly? This Oh, my, my God. I was in a horrible, horrible, horrible place. That woman was my lifeline and it was weekly yeah it was weekly holy shit so now that i feel a lot better i yeah i i I stopped seeing her back in like i think that my final time of seeing her was in uh, july and so i'm I'm saving quite a bit by not going in there every week but she was i mean that's a like it's that's that's a ton of money that's a ton of money but she saved my life she really did but I mean, that's though the argument, like there, are, I can think of a lot of things that are worth it, that are worth the money, but it doesn't necessarily make it affordable, no. <laughs> you know? I mean, there's a lot of compelling arguments for, you know, $500,000 cars that are hand assembled and take three years and the craftsmanship really makes it worth the price tag. And I don't argue that, but I can't buy a half a million dollar car. You know, yeah. like the therapist is totally worth it, but it's still ridiculously expensive. Ridiculous. And then I looked, I was like, oh my gosh, look at all this money that I'm saving. 
this is awesome. I'm saving all this money because I feel better and I don't need to go talk to her every week. And then I get hit with, I have to renew the copyright on the name of my website, which is not, is a not cheap experience. (laughs) How often do you have to do that? Every 10 years. And it just so happened to hit me. Like, it was like, you're like, oh, I saved all this money. Oh, wait, I actually thank God I saved all that money so that now I can pay for the lawyer to do all the work on filing for the copyright. Yeah. Yeah. Lawyers. Those those kind of things always hit when you don't, when you really don't need them to hit. Mm -hmm. I, I probably mentioned this, but when, when Heather and I were together, we had two cars and for whatever reason, the way that it fell was that registration was due on one, like on my birthday and then on the other at Christmas, like, and obviously every year at the same time. And for some reason I would always forget and I'd go to check the mail and it, it's, I would just see it and be like, son of a bitch. Why, why now? Why is now when they need the hundred dollars? Right. Like next month would be fine. That's how, it's how it always is. I, um, I did something. I pulled a, a weird muscle uh, in my left, the left part of my back on my shoulder. And I think it has everything to do with the fact that I carry a very heavy purse. Don't ask me why. It's a fucking... Oh, yeah. No, we've talked yeah, about that. I carry a really heavy purse. And I walked around Paris for you know a month with the purse on my right side. And it really fucked up the left side of my body, my shoulder. And I was at the gym. And it almost felt like a rib popped out. Or like my shoulder oh, blade God. like popped out of place. And I, I was leaning over, pulling, and I was doing some weird uh, motion as I was working out. And you could see in the mirror, I, could, I looked up and my left shoulder was like literally, Co- Coco's barking right now. God damn it. I can hear it. Yeah. Um, my left shoulder was four inches above my right shoulder, like poking out. Oh. And... Yeah, so it was really, really painful too. My trainer knew. My trainer like pulled her friend over, and she was just like, "What can Heather do?" Like you, she she pulled her friend over who works for a chiropractic um, center, and uh, got me in that day to see somebody, and um, and I went a couple of times, and then got the bill for it, and I was like, "Nope." <laughs> yeah, then you immediately start to weigh. You're like, you know, it doesn't hurt nope, that bad. It doesn't actually. hurt that bad. Feels okay. No, no, no. Yep. And they keep calling me and I keep sending it to voicemail because they want me to come back in at least two more times to fix it. And I'm like, no, no, sorry. I will live with this weird pain in my shoulder. Sorry. I'll just, I'll, I will take the contents out of my goddamn purse and carry it on the other side of my body. Ugh. Right, right. Eventually, it'll it'll work itself out. Mm-hmm. Bottle of painkillers is cheaper than the chiropractor. Advil, yeah. See, that's that's budgeting right there. <laughs> You're like, eh, chiropractor that frequently or Advil. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. In terms of, like, teaching our kids to budget, um, <laughs> I guess uh, recently my, my mom had been watching my kids Lita had gone with a friend to the mall and had money that I had given her because she had babies had done some babysitting. And Marla came to my mom and she said, I don't get an allowance. Do you know why? And my mom oh, said, God. why? She goes, because my mom pays for all of my food and she pays for the house that I live in and she pays for the heat and she pays for the air conditioning. So she doesn't owe me anything. <laughs> That's what Marlo said? Are you serious? Because I've said that to her. <laughs> oh, my God. In a snarky, funny moment, I may have like said that well, to right. her. <laughs> oh, my God. I think I've made similar comments or of a similar flavor. You know, because Lexton has talked to me, or, or used to at least for an allowance. And when I would ask him what he wanted to do for it, it was like, clear my plate from the table, <laughs> make my bed. I'm like, no, no, no. That's the shit you're going to do anyway. <laughs> exactly. Because this is all the stuff I do. So I'm not going to pay you to do what you should just do. If you want to go above and beyond, then we can talk. Right. Well, I just, and just like Lita, I mean, she's not getting an allowance. She's babysitting. Yeah. She's babysitting. She's. And that's her, that's like her iPad savings, right? Yeah. That's the ultimate goal, at least. It's so weird. Cause she'll say, I want to go to the mall with my friend. And I'm like, oh, well, do you, do you need some money? And she's like, I have it. I have money. So she's actually, she's oh, actually God. saving. Like she's putting away cash. I don't know where she's putting it, but. um. But is this like, has she, she hasn't bought the iPad? No. Mm -mm. Okay. So she's already kind of learning, you know, if I were to save everything and not go to the mall, I'd have the iPad sooner, but I'm going to go to the mall and now it's going to take longer. Mm -hmm. Which is awesome honestly yeah i think she's also i mean a lot has changed in, my, in our lives in the last few years you know i think i mean we downsized by 75 percent. we just did not need the space that we were in and i i worked a different job for 10 months and um she sees i mean she's really aware of the stress of what what it's like to run your own business and to work for yourself she sees the stress that i am under um and so i think that subconsciously she's absorbing oh okay so let's be careful with things yeah which is i mean that's kind of what you hope will happen as they age anyway mm -hmm. i think that you've instilled that and i think that's part of what you've just done over time in general you know what she's seen and how you've been and how you've budgeted and because ultimately they're going to do what you model yeah. Ho hopefully. With with Lexton, it has been 
it has been a nightmare <laughs> because it is a oh god it's such a battle um and it's been it's been an issue for years because heather's parents live close and they're very much of the mentality that grandparents can spoil their grandchildren which i do not argue against that is that is part of it that's fine but there's a limit and there have actually been times where Lexton has wanted something and told me what it was and counted his, you know, whatever money he saved from mowing lawns or doing whatever. And he doesn't have enough. And I'll say, well, you need to do A, B, and C to save enough. And there have been times he looks at me and just shrugs. And he's like, no, nah, I'll just ask Graham. <laughs> and that, and, and I know that if he does, she'll either give him the money or she somehow will generate quote unquote jobs that pay exactly that amount. <laughs> so like if if vacuuming her house today pays 10, but next week he needs it to pay 20, then that's what happens. And it's impossible then for him to understand how to save, how earning money works, how you know you you need to earn money even when you're not trying to buy something. Like that's not how it works. You don't decide you need something and then you work for a day and then you're done working. No. So it has been yeah. a serious uphill battle. Fortunately, Heather is on the same page as I am. So it's not like I have to fight through her and them and we're trying to figure out what the hell to do. But I finally told her, I said, they're your parents. You need to figure this shit out. Like I can't, it's impossible to teach him how to save if he doesn't ever have to save because they bail him out. And rant. Well, no, so, it's I, I understand your rant. I also, um, my mother spoils my kids rotten. She buys them shit all the time. Like, it's maddening what they bring home when they are with her. Maddening. And then what incentive do they have to get it for themselves? Right, well, and, you know, but at the same time, like... <laughs> There's a part of me that I can't, I can't wait to fuck with Lita through her children. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Oh, it's like totally eventually what when it you is. become a grandparent, you're like, it's my turn. That's exactly. That's like, I think that's why like you have kids so that you can fuck with your kids through their, their own kids. <laughs> that's best. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably like, true. My mom takes such pleasure. Like my kids will come home with their, are they called webkins? Is that what they're called? Is that like the stuffed thing that also yes. has a web presence? Yes. Yep. So, yeah. and this is the thing though, like basically the stuff that they get is from, it's called DI, which is a, the Mormon Goodwill. And they're all over Utah. It's just called, it's called Deseret Industries and everybody takes their junk there and you go in and it's, they've cleaned everything up and, you know, you can furnish your house from DI because the stuff there is amazing because everybody dumps all their stuff there. Um, they don't have, nobody has garage sales. They just give their stuff to DI. Oh, um, wow. Okay. It's just easier. So my mother will go to DI and find the, I mean, my kids probably have 200 of these things and, and they're all different. Like there's like a penguin, there's a platypus, there's a elephant. They're like every animal imaginable. And they're only like a dollar. But one time they came home and they had like, 25 of them and i was like mom what are you oh i was mad and my mom just laughed 
Oh yeah, that oh my god, that's so that is so similar. <laughs> yep. I've picked picked Lexton up and I, I always know it's gonna be a good story because Heather's mom will say, Well, and it was on sale, but I'm like, Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Like, that's always the excuse. Like, I wouldn't have bought it if it was full price, but it was on sale. Oh, my God. I re- it's just, I, and I, it, it is such a hard thing because I do understand that desire as a grandparent. And yeah, totally get wanting to kind of, you know, fuck with your kids in that way. Yeah. But it's so hard when when I know full well that he's right. Like, yeah, she will get it. So no matter how many times I tell you to save, you could also just wait until you see her next and then you'll come home with it. Mm-hmm. Like that's just how it will work. <gasps> oh, God. And, and there, I mean, in this situation, I guess it's also a little bit different on my end because that side of the family tends to rely slightly on retail therapy. Oh, okay. so it's like he had a bad week at school so i bought him stuff I'm like that's that's not how you process a bad week at school like, at all that's not how i help him process it so this is not helping at all and that's frustrating yeah that that would be really frustrating i think that would be a really hard hard thing to deal with uh, i my my father instilled the fear of fucking god in me about money from the day i was born my dad is sitting on a mountain of cash and will use a fucking coupon to buy somebody a birthday present. Like he, <laughs> he, and like it, it frustrates everybody to no end because he won't spend money on anything. And, and it's not like we are asking him for anything or he just, he refuses himself any pleasure in life if it costs money, which, you know, I'm willing to splurge on something that, you know, I'm willing to splurge on an occasional, you know, massage, right? Right. Or to go to a or concert. To go to a concert. Like, a, yes. A, a thing. Yeah, a thing. And there's the argument that people like your dad have that money because that's how they are. And yes, that's true. But there's like, there's a line right. that you cross where eventually you've had that much money for 50 years. And you're still not spending it. So what is the point of having it? So it's it, it's it's as crazy as like he wanted they wanted to go to their spend their thirtieth wedding anniversary <clears throat> up in I think Vancouver, and they looked at flights, and then they looked at how much it was going to cost to drive there, and they no, and they God, were going to no. save really? like maybe a hundred dollars. So they chose to drive. <laughs> but it's like you save a hundred dollars and add like twenty hours to your transit. Right. So you're really not saving. But, but he saved that $100. He is so important to him. God. But I remember oh, wow. I remember when I got my first major job in Los Angeles, I was making more money than I thought I was ever going to make in my life. And this was the heyday of the web, 1999. And they gave me... Act- so like building websites. Yeah, building and- websites. Yep. This is actually before broadband. Um. And so I moved to Los Angeles and they gave me a signing bonus when I worked there. And then I had a a really nice salary for my age, a very, very, very good salary for my age. Um, 
but I was doing a really skilled, you know, I was coding and um, designing things and, you know, I, I knew a lot of software and hardware. Which is super skilled, especially at the time, because right. like now there's a ton of people who can code. Mm-hmm. But at the time, but not back yeah, then. at the time we were, we were scarce and um, right. about, so when I got my first, um, when I had to pay taxes the first time, um, they may, had made a mistake and they had not taken the taxes. They, they basically, the, the, the IRS came back and said that the bonus that they had given me, like 50, I owed 50% of that, that bonus in taxes. Well, I didn't have, but they didn't tell, they didn't tell me that. So I had not saved oh, for yeah. that. So I had to borrow money from my parents that I was going to pay back with my next paycheck. But in order to pay that bill, I needed to borrow money from my parents. And I remember my, and it's for some reason, like I got the bill while I was in Memphis for like uh, Christmas or something like that. And I remember my dad sitting me down and he, <laughs> he had prepared a document <laughs> and he was like, daughter, um, you must understand that it took me almost 20 years of working professionally to be making the amount of money that you are making a year, daughter. And um, this is how much you should be saving every month. This is how much you should be spending. And this is how you're going to pay me back. (laughs) So he, he like made your budget. Yes. Oh, wow. And it was, yeah, it wasn't a lot of money that I had to borrow, but it was like, I was going to pay him back the next paycheck. But he was just like, you are making more money than I made in like the 20 years that I was working professionally. He was just astounded at my salary. Um, and astounded that you didn't have well, the money and, to pay and for this, Also, probably. I'm living in Los Angeles where the cost of living is triple, if not quadruple, what it is to live in rural Tennessee, dad. Well, right, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, he, I told him what I paid in rent and he literally, he almost like fell out of his chair. He was like, my God, <laughs> what? <laughs> but again, I mean, that's like, that's what was modeled into you. I mean, the fear of God of money, mm-hmm. right? So that's kind of the direction. I mean, I didn't come from a lot of money at all. And that's kind of what made me want to budget and save and be more aware and more careful with it. Not to say that if I had come from money, it would have been different, but I think you do just naturally respond. Right. For for most and people. And we've talked we've had a whole episode about how we we enjoy experiences more than more than actual physical goods. You know, we'd rather spend money on experiences and um I think my children, especially Lita has absorbed that. She's thankfully she's just she's not about getting the latest pair of shoes or the latest pair of jeans or any sort of thing like that. Um she just wants to go to the mall with her friends and maybe like go into Claire's and maybe buy, buy like fake tattoo. <laughs> right. Like the occasional little thing. Yeah. yeah. That's, I think, I don't know if, if Lexton is fully on board with experiences over things, at least, you know, not, not a hundred percent, but he's also not, he doesn't really care that, all the kids at school have this particular pair of 
Adidas shoes or these $200 Nikes or this hoodie or whatever. It does not matter to him right. at all. Like, doesn't care, which is great because a lot of the shit is ridiculously expensive. And he finally, this was like three weeks ago, he he came home. Do you remember like the fidget cubes and the fidget spinners? Fidget spinners, yep. Yep. And he, he loved the fidget cube for a while. There was something before that too, and I can't remember what the hell it was. And then loved the spinners and came home and he said, you know what I figured out about things like the spinner? They're only cool for like a month. <laughs> and they're not cool anymore. I said, yeah, that's... That's what I was trying to tell you when you spent all your money and bought like 12. Eventually no one cares. And then there's something else that everyone cares about. And he flat out and he's like, I'm not going to do that next time. Like, awesome. Don't, don't follow the fads. Just do your own thing, you know? But he totally picked up on it. I can't imagine having to keep up with those trends. No. And I guess you don't you don't have to, but to to have children who are really interested in following them, it would be hard to keep up with that, right? Financially, oh god, and in general, Jesus, I can't follow the trends; they happen too quick for me. I'm old. <laughs> I know. I, yeah, I, I my, my attention is so occupied with other things that it's like, wait, what? I like the fidget spinner thing had all like happened and passed and i was like oh wait what were those things what was it yeah okay yep i think oh and this is this is unrelated but I, I thought about this earlier in terms of budgeting and kind of teaching that idea to our kids i really wonder how things like electronic bill pay or the fact that all of my bills are paid onto a credit card and using cards has impacted kids understanding of the flow of money right because i remember like seeing my dad sit at the table and and write checks and put them in the envelope with the the bill statement and putting a stamp on it and those going out so you kind of have this idea of you know what's happening like oh he's writing another check for cable or whatever but everything is just done in the background or you you know whether you put one thing on the belt at target or 200 you just stick your card in and you're done yeah. You don't count anything. They don't see any exchange of money or change given, but it's just, I feel like it creates a really skewed idea of currency. For sure. I mean, it'll be interesting. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how our children grow up to spend money. Already with like Apple pay. I mean, yeah. you can pay with your phone. You can pay with your phone. I know it's insane. That's so insane. It's awesome. It's awesome. Like the convenience. I love the it's, convenience. It's amazing of being able until to do I get things. my American Express bill. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that's and that's why I, I wonder, and maybe they'll be better than us because of that. But even me always using a card instead of cash, inevitably every month, I'm like, holy shit, is it really that much? And you just glance through the you know, the transactions, and you're like, Yeah, that's that's right. Totally spot on mm -hmm. because 20 here and there doesn't seem like a lot. And then it adds up. Oh, and also, oh my God, I don't know if you know, if you notice this or if this is something that you do, but when I'm, when I'm traveling and I don't run a car and I'm taking a lift everywhere I need to go or God forbid an Uber, um, God, that adds up so fast. So fast. Oh God. Yeah. Yes. Oh Yeah. 
you think, oh, that that lift ride was only like $7. Well, how many lift rides did I have to take while I was on that trip? While I was while I was there? I don't I, I like trips to New York. I'm just like fuck it all, man. Fuck it all. Because getting in from the airport, like when I take my kids to New York, the ride from the airport to John's apartment is a hundred fucking dollars. Yep. You can't get around it. No, and so automatically that's two hundred bucks. Yeah. Like and, and this is the thing that is that I, I could take a train with both of my kids and all of their checked luggage. I could take three or four different trains to get to his place. And I am like, you know what? The hundred dollars is worth not having to do that. So I will budget for that. Right. I mean, yeah, it's the it's the convenience factor. Mm-hmm. But it does when you, I, I even remember when, when I was in Nashville earlier this year and the plan was because Nashville is not huge and I, I, I knew where our Airbnb was and most of what we were doing and the plan was to walk a lot of places, you know, except, you know, maybe from the airport to get to downtown or whatever. It was so fucking hot. It was like 95, 90% humidity oh, yeah. that you'd walk somewhere and be miserable. So we ended up lifting and Ubering everywhere and you quit i mean within the first day it was like oh god we need to be more efficient (laughs) with how this is working because it's just you don't realize how how many places you're going and how often you're getting in and out of a car Mm -hmm. until you see that those transactions like oh holy shit the last eight transactions on my card are from lyft oh yeah when i go to new york so i I use an american express uh and because the rewards are so amazing with it um, yeah. and, uh, when I go to New York and I get my American express bill, I'm not kidding. Every single time there's two pages on my American express bill for lift rides, two pages. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, yeah. Because, and because in the moment you're just like, no way around well, it. cause it's like, okay, if I have to be somewhere at a specific time, I guess I could take the train, but then I have to walk like seven blocks or eight blocks. And depending on the avenues, those seven or eight blocks could take another 30 to 40 minutes. And right. And you always have to go early always. because you just never know. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Yeah. Which again, I mean, yeah, it's, it's very doable to do the train. Like people do it. It's totally the convenience that we're paying for, but it's like, it, it's a, it's a total life adjustment day adjustment to plan in that extra time. Right. You know, so I acknowledge that what I'm paying for is the convenience. I get it. And I think it's worth it, but it never ceases to amaze me. It, it always is just astronomical. Yeah. Yeah. But, but even, even like in an Uber or a Lyft, you, you call it on your, I mean, you, you bring it up on your phone in an app, you get in and you get out. There's not even a card. Right. So like to take them with your kids, it's like free. They just knew we were here (laughs) and now we're going to go somewhere. When I was in Portland, oh my God, I could totally live in Portland if it weren't for the weather. Everybody is so fucking nice in Portland and every Lyft driver that we had in Portland was just amazing. They were so friendly and they all had gum for us to chew and water and stories and stories and wanted to know where we were from. And it was just like, God, this is so worth the money. This is worth every fucking penny. God, I love this. (laughs) Yep. 
I took, it was two years ago, two and a half years ago, I took an Uber. It was an Uber in Portland at like two in the morning from this awesome guy who was probably 60. And I left a portable phone battery in the backseat of the car <laughs> and didn't realize it until I was home. And I just contacted him through the app and said, hey, did I, did I leave this? And he responds, he's like, oh, John, the writer from Chicago. Oh my God. It's like, yeah, I found it. Is it orange? I can mail it to you. Oh my God. I'm like, holy shit, that would be great. I said, I could PayPal you money. He's like, don't even worry about it. We had a great conversation. <laughs> and I had it in like three days. It was awesome. He was great. I mean, and they're not, they're not like that in every city. They're really not. They're not. Um, they're not. I have a very, very funny quick story. I have to tell you about this. So I was in San Francisco in May uh, for an Every Mother Counts board meeting. And we had finished up the for a board meeting and for um, a luncheon. And we had finished up the preparations for the luncheon the next day. And we all got into an Uber. There were like seven of us. We got, got into an Uber and went back to Christy Turlington's hotel for uh, an early dinner or something like that. And I left my treasure, my most treasured jacket in that Uber XL or whatever. And, um, and I, I looked at Christine and I was like, Oh gosh, I left my, my coat in that car. And she's like, you know what, why don't you have Alex who was the, the CFO? Um, and I've known Alex now for six, he's a, a buddy. He's like, you know what? I think I met yeah, him. Alex. He was in Chicago. Yes, right he was. Didn't run. Okay. She's like, have Alex, um, just call the Uber guy. So I texted Alex and I was like, I left my car in the Uber. And he was like, he texted back. So question mark. <laughs> and I started laughing and Christy was not amused at all. <laughs> so oh, so wow. she texted him and was like, dude, get her her coat. <laughs> so he had called the Uber guy four times and the guy would not answer his phone. And he finally did, and like he had to go out of his way to bring me back my coat. The Uber and the Uber guy was really upset about it, um, but I got my coat back, and I was super, super, super thankful to Nick for coordinating the whole thing, or Alex, sorry. Um, and uh, Alex ran, or he did a triathlon for Every Mother Counts, and sent out an email and asked everybody for donations. And when I donated on his page. I was like, this is the money from the woman whose coat you got back from the Uber. That was, <laughs> I didn't leave my name or anything. And he said, he, he, he finally, it took him two days. He's like, I racked my brain for two days going, what the hell is this? <laughs> and then he remembered. And then he remembered. He's like, oh, it's Heather. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. But that's just it. Like that Uber driver was pissed off. Yeah that it was out of his way to drive it back to you. And the guy in Portland was like, yeah, I'll pay to mail it to you. Exactly. And it, and it wasn't even like inexpensive battery. I just realized I left it. And part of the reason for contacting him is more like, am I nuts or did I leave that? Right. Back? Like, just tell me I left it or something. And I even have friends in Portland. I, he could have given it to them, but no, no, no. He wanted to mail it. It's great. So I didn't have to budget in another <laughs> exactly. battery. Exactly. I didn't have to budget in to buy a new coat. Full circle. Yeah. See? Yeah. Full circle. That's how we do it. We just, we use Uber and it saves our ass. Or Lyft, really. Yeah. Yeah. But we would love to hear how you budget or don't budget or what has worked or what apps you use or any sort of secrets 
because I am convinced that having a budget, like you can always get better, like always and forever. It can perpetually improve. Perpetually. Yes. I don't know. Maybe that's a myth, but I think it can, I think there's always things I'm missing and it can get better. So we would love to hear from you successes, failures. And as always, you can email those to us at stories at manicramblings.com or you can reach out on social media at on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Manic Ramblings. We'd love to hear from you. And then until next time. Cross your fingers for healthcare. Oh healthcare, oh God, dear Lord yeah. God. I don't want to <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Oh man. Yes. Yeah, so cross your fingers, cross, cross whatever you can. Whatever you can for healthcare. Oh, yes. And don't don't faint in a Starbucks. Oh god, yeah, I don't recommend that. Definitely. Even if you have insurance, just don't. Many thanks to Tan Lines for the soundtrack, to Lisa Congdon for the cover art, and to Ryan Coomer for his expertise with the editing stuff. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.